Step right into Interior Wellness Studios, where together we rise strong, not through that which did not kill us, but through artistic spiritual connection we create to bring more harmony and peace to our families, life work, and communities. Oh, and did I mention fun? I'm your host, Amy McCann. Let's grow. Hi there. Thanks for listening. I have a bit of a cold today, so I want to thank you in advance for your patience if I happen to cough or my voice cracks throughout this segment. I will talk to you soon. Thanks again. Once upon a time, many years ago, long before the internet, cell phones, and food delivery, my family gathered at our Thanksgiving feast wearing donated winter coats and hats. Our feast occurred by candlelight inside the shell of a log cabin we were building on the site where our farmhouse burned down months before. With no heat, hot water, or electricity, it was still an ideal place to gather rather than inside the small trailer our family was living in temporarily. Mom's love language is to serve up meals. She managed to cook our entire meal in the trailer, and it was our role to carry the feast across the driveway to the space we would one day call our new home. I was there seated in my pink hat with my father to my right and my brother directly across from me. My brother was in the first year of healing as a whole body burn victim of our farmhouse fire. On the other hand, we were all burned when our father decided to jump ship away from his wife and five children shortly after. As you might imagine, it was a time primed to welcome in the devils of uncertainty, fear, doubt, and disappointment. And I can only guess how many moments of internal despair my mother must have felt as her head hit the pillow each night. Looking at this photo of that Thanksgiving, it occurred to me today that out of all the family members, I seem to be out of place. Can you see why, if you're looking at it? To me, I can see that I'm the only one smiling. As I contemplate this, I imagine it was perfect timing that caught my childlike energy and that raw joy, a brief capture of light from a smile through dark times. Despite our family living in poverty or the turkey growing colder by the minute on the table, it wasn't the winter coat that kept me warm, but the togetherness I felt in my heart. Imaginative play during that time of our uncertainty worked to make each survival stage beyond family trauma feel like a warm and welcoming adventure versus a cold, scary, and unpredictable time. In my mind, I imagined we were a family living in the 1800s. After all, we lived in the middle of nowhere, we had kerosene lamps ablaze, no car, no television, and everyone was at work in their role to keep each other going. Imagining our family as living in another period was not an escape route from reality. There was no escape from the physical realities all around us. Imagination allowed for the in-the-moment, inner creative connection toward acceptance of our circumstances, and that imagination made it possible to feel joy. Today, I think of the quote attributed to Einstein, who said, Your imagination is your preview to life's coming attractions. If you think about it, we can create any future vision of possibilities. Through our imaginations, we can learn to embrace what's in front of us by creating a new story around our circumstances. 
It's not a delusion to enter the imagination or denial of our situation to create new storylines that bring about positive inter- interchange and thinking and emotion. With the power of our minds at play, we can create a feeling of joy in the moment anytime. During that time, following our family's house fire, while my brother was living with unbearable pain as a burn victim in the hospital, my mother used to take my brother through meditation. She had him imagine himself soaking in a beautiful blue ocean. It was the first time I saw the power of guided meditation to relieve pain. I love that we don't have to be a child to spark a beginner's mind in our circumstances. Creativity and curiosity live inside of us always. We're only one decision away from rediscovering those parts of ourselves that can help us light our situation out of darkness. As a child, I I became more curious about how life would play out now that I'd experienced the worst drama. Without electricity, I read by candlelight or flashlight and got creative writing plays. Living in those private moments, I was in connection with that magical, joyful energy that lived inside of me and still does. I didn't know it then, but when my mind was open to reimagining our family situation, my body and soul aligned with inner harmony. Now, long before AI swooped in to assist us in various capacities, we humans had built in AI, meaning our authentic imaginative program and capabilities, and power to create a new preview of life's coming attractions and that inner harmony we all desire. Imagine your next attraction beyond the turmoil you may be experiencing. What do you see in your mind's eye? And if you can't yet see it, smile. And if smiling isn't your way, what gesture could emerge as a light to others through their darkness. What about those situations when you can't see, feel, or smile through your circumstance? Well, of course, specific trauma and grief may need professional intervention from a therapist, for example. But for other healing, I take my imagination back to curiosity. I ask myself, how might I change this picture before me? Imagine waking up to a child and finding out that they're in pain. How would you help them acknowledge the situation and help them spark joy from within at the same time? I was in authentic, imaginative, childlike energy that allowed me to conjure up possibilities beyond that nightmare of our family's reality. That same energy that you and we all possess. And as we age, have you noticed it's sometimes impossible to see beyond our circumstances? Worse, if we had an adult burying our hopes and dreams at a very early age, our authenticity might have gotten buried along with it. And where does that leave us? Well, if you haven't noticed, many of us become pretenders, pretending our way through life, that everything is well or that nothing hurts or bothers us, doing everything we can to mask our emotions. Suppose somebody you trust someone, so suppose someone that you trust today swoops in to crush your hopes and dreams or leaves you to fend for yourself in your time of despair and attempt to rebuild your life. 
How do you go about accepting the decision of others whom you put your trust in? Where do you begin to feel thanks for your blessings, let alone give back to others or receive support from others? And how can we bring the light of joy despite an unforeseen poverty-stricken circumstance? Well, to help us all along this Thanksgiving and before we sit down for our next feast, let us ask ourselves these questions. First, am I being honest with myself? Or am I putting on a pretend brave face for others for fear they'll perceive me as weak? Is this strong label a considerate contribution to my family? Next, what devil of fear must I drop to authentically and emotionally connect with my spouse, my children, my friends, and how can I dream new possibilities? Could it be that I'm afraid of rejection? Let us reconnect with our authentic selves. And fortunately for us, authenticity is not like adolescence. We don't outgrow it. We do need to resurrect it to bring genuine, warm smiles, no matter how cold our surroundings are. This is the way we connect at that human level. I say often that now is the time to learn to rest in peace, not to wait until we're dead. When we consider the word spirit derives from the word breath, it makes sense, doesn't it, to keep our spirits breathing in rhythmic peace today rather than erratic panic every day. The other good reminder is that imagination is not something only some people have. You're likely highly skilled at imagining the worst case scenarios in in your life. Am I correct? If that's true, what if today you tried to conjure up joyful energy through your imagination that I do acknowledge may feel unreal to you initially, but can bring about genuine childlike magical energy from within. At that early age, I learned I didn't have to imagine bad things happening, and that may be your story too. I mean, the burning reality of destruction was all around me, and you may have experienced that as well. I was in a real-life dramatic play with fear and post-traumatic abandonment, but thankfully, the joyful inner child and imagination were in bloom and operation to console me. Dramatic change, as you know, can happen in an instant and without our permission. And with that evidence at play, I'm sure you know the deep challenge it can be to be able to paint a new picture for yourself. Now, we may not be children anymore, but there's a reason, there's no reason, excuse me, no reason we can't resurrect that childlike energy and that beginner's mind. In my childhood step with that authentic self, I was left to open positive mind and positive possibilities beyond my circumstance and to paint a new picture for myself. And you may wonder, how do I keep that authenticity flowing today that may help you? Well, first, for me, fortunately, those around me nurtured my authentic imagination. It helped that I was blessed to be an active participant in theater. You know, a lot of motivational speakers and 
uh, successful life coaches talk and speak of sports and athletic metaphors as ways to inspire and create success, to feel accomplished and to be the best. But I know not everyone feels fulfilled having reached academic or financial success. And we're talking about fulfillment here. If you're here listening, you know there's more to life than winning at a career game, building your reputation, performing for applause and awards. As someone in my community, I know you want to experience a deeper connection with life. And that's why we're gathering today. You seek the heart and soul growth in your most intimate relationships with yourself and those closest to you. And you know that it's more than self-care. It's a deep connection with humanity that you long for in this season of life. Many years ago, I took my lessons from professional theatrical play and craft to pay forward how we can live a life of greater significance beyond academic achievements and money success in authentic connection back to ourselves, no matter our situation, with our families and others through our times of uncertainty. I've lived in both financial camps, from poverty-stricken to a highly cushy bank account. And in each case, in each place, I had to bring my own matches to light the fires from within when external circumstances changed. You see, the risk of depending on others to light that match for us can really put us in a place of despair. If your relationships have gone cold or it's lights out on your career in the season of Thanksgiving, I challenge you to think of yourself as an actor in a play, rehearsal, and rehearsing, excuse me, momentarily, and you're getting ready to attend a feast. The host has asked you to bring inner peace and harmony to the table. So how would your character create that recipe? Well, first, one myth about actors is this, that they are pretending. Well, pretending is the opposite of authenticity. We've all seen the difference between fake tears on screen, for example, that makes us squirm, and emotionally connected actors who, whose character portrayal effectively tugs at our heartstrings to make us feel and move us at that core level. Authenticity is about genuine connection with self and that emotional life that makes us human. And in setting a table of inner peace at your next feast, it may require you to imagine yourself as the curious observer in your family versus the judgmental critic inside your head. And how might that change create new energy at that table? You know, a great acting coach once said, before you can believe in or connect with anything outside yourself, you must learn to be yourself in genuine contemplation and exploration with what's inside. This reconnection process with self, as if we are actors meeting our characters for the first time in the season of uncertainty or uncomfortable gathering, allows us to have healthy distance and exploration in our present approach with others. Reimagining in the mind, the body, and spirit, it moves us beyond inspiration into active, vulnerable territory with all parts of ourselves. It's not therapy or coaching. It's the power of curiosity and imagination at play through theatrical inspiration. 
It is a kind of rehearsal, and it's not about applause or winning an Oscar for best performance. It's about the raw connection back to that inner child that exists. It's about the daring backstage work that goes on when no one is looking. As adults, it's not a comfortable process and it can be scary. So you may ask, why do this in the first place, Amy? Well, as I've learned from my students, there's much expected or unexpected, I should say, joy and magic when you imagine stepping into the shoes of yourself as if it were the first time. And in that objective space, you free yourself of judgments. With the beginner's mind now open, you can explore inner conflicts and that emotional life of your character in this season of life and whatever circumstance without fear of rejection from others. Years ago, our family survived a house fire and what was left was fear, doubt and severe insecurity. There was also abundant love, joy, fun, and optimism made possible due to the childlike energy our family tapped into. Amidst loss due to fire, flood, injury, bankruptcy, or divorce, one thing we might all do today is become an actor in objective observation of where we are. To dare shed a phony mask of pretend to connect to real emotions. Finally, we might be ready to exercise self-forgiveness for expecting life and relationships to go our way. And with that authentic connection and release, imagine your way out of the cold ashes of uncertainty and into the arms of warm harmony. How does that make you feel? I want to thank you for listening and thank you for forgiving the state of my voice today as I get over this cold, but I wanted to get this out to you in this month of Thanksgiving. Now I have something very special and different that I want to invite you into, and that is to contribute your flavor of wisdom to a virtual inner peace table I'm putting together. Imagine an abundant feast of collection of wisdom from people like you on harmony, inner peace, and how to bring together that genuine quality in our families so that we can bring more peace to the world. If you're interested in becoming a participant and contributing to our inner peace table, the link is in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and I will see you next time. Take care.